T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. 97.1 FM Talk. On Demand Audio. I think it's been well established on this show that there is... Virtually nothing, well, it's not virtually, there's nothing more important in the world of academic right now, academics, than having diversity and equity. It doesn't matter, like, if you're training to be a doctor, it doesn't matter if you have skills to be a doctor, or if you're smart enough to be a doctor, or if you know how to perform surgery. It matters, ladies and gentlemen, if you're anti-racist. Okay, that, that's the only thing that matters in higher education these days, which is sad. Uh, however, maybe is the tide turning just a little bit, just baby steps to the tide turning? John Seiler is with us this afternoon, researcher at the National Association of Scholars. He's written about this issue extensively on diversity and equity and inclusion and how that's affecting universities. Back with us this afternoon. Hey, John, how are you? Doing great. Thanks for having me. So is it my, and you got to correct me because I get things wrong all the time, I'll just tell you. Uh, is it my understanding that at the University of North Carolina, they've kind of taken a step back on some of this, right? So the background here is that across the country, universities have uh, pretty uniformly adopted a policy of making job candidates and sometimes even professors who are up for promotion write what's called a diversity statement, explaining uh, how they've contributed to that that trio, diversity, equity, and inclusion, or DEI. Uh, and so a lot of people have written about how this, this there are all sorts of problems with that. I mean, the most obvious one is that DEI is a loaded concept, and so it implies uh, quite a lot of things about politics and uh, ideology. And so to say, we're going to state our commitment to it, uh, you know, that that could be a big problem for things like academic freedom. Now, what UNC Chapel Hill has done, actually, the, the UNC Board of, of Governors, which governs the whole university system in North Carolina, uh, what they've done is they've proposed a motion, and I, I have every reason to think that this motion is going to pass, uh, that would say, essentially, universities can't do that. They cannot compel people to write statements that comment on uh, uh, issues of press uh, of of contemporary controversy or contemporary political or social issues. Which, in practice, this is very clearly designed to say no. You cannot require diversity statements. This is a wrong. This is the wrong way to go about hiring people. Can I ask a strange question? How the, hell, how the hell did they make the right decision? That's stunning to me that they actually did that. Yes, uh, it, it really is. And it comes down to this. It, in, uh, uh, you know, traditionally, 
what trustees of universities have done, what governors of university systems have done, even in states that are run by Republicans who say that they are concerned about what's going on in, in, at, at universities, at state universities, what they've done is basically rubber stamped whatever the universities want to do. This has happened, you know, in Arizona, uh, uh, the uh, Northern Arizona University proposed to uh, basically create a diversity course requirement that would require every student to take four diversity courses. And the, 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 the governors running the university system, all of whom were appointed by the, a Republican governor, said, sure, go ahead, let's do it. They rubber stamped that curriculum change. And they have the power to say no. Uh, really, the, the job of a university governor or trustee has been, uh, um, you know, uh, they haven't taken their job seriously, at least up until recently. And I would say, that if you're looking for a model for university reform, the UNC system has really started to stand out as a system that pushes back in important ways. I'm, I'm impressed, but I expect good things to continue to come because this is, this is not their first foray into pushing back against the excesses of yeah. uh, you know, what's gone on in universities. That's interesting. And, and I mean, uh, someone like you and I, I think we would hope that maybe this catches on. I don't think it'll catch on certainly west of where I am at this <laughs> point here in, in Missouri, but it's somewhat encouraging. You know, and, and I started the segment and maybe people aren't, I always assume that people know about all this stuff, John, when they don't, because we cover it on a daily basis. You certainly do. But for example, this is really predominant. I played some audio a few months ago of the white coat ceremony at the University of Minnesota. I'm sure you saw that probably where they were basically mm-hmm. reciting in cult-like fashion all these diversity anti-racism statements. And my case at the time is most of the people in there probably just want their degree. They want to go work. They know if they raise hell about that or they say anything, they're going to be canceled. But in the descriptions for people at medical schools or, you know, you even have a tweet up today where the the requirements are not anything that might have to do with the um, with the position or the education involved. Really, you have to understand the inequities. Here's from the document that you posted today. Uh, Demonstrated understanding of the root causes of health inequities, including how the socialization of dominant culture norms, beliefs and values and application of public policy create these health inequities among defined populations. That's a medical school that's writing that out, right? Mm-hmm. It's not a history class. Yeah. That's not someone that's going for a history degree or anything like that. That's a med school. Yeah, and it's, that's happening all over the country. It's happening at places like UC San Francisco, where you would expect the the most extreme progressive policies to be salient. Uh, but it's also happening at places like UNC Chapel Hill, and and I think uh, the UNC School of Medicine. The, the way that their task force, it, it's literally called this, the Task Force for Integrating Social Justice into the Curriculum. They released that task force report in 2020. It said, put DEI in, the ten, in tenure policies, uh, insert DEI and political advocacy into the curriculum. They actually even listed the, listed the, the anti-racist concepts that professors should ascribe to, and they listed causes that they thought students should uh, advocate for. They, they walked back on some of it, but not all of it. And I think that those kind of excesses are why you see some university systems pushing back. And I would expect to see more 
because we still have we still aren't finished uncovering all of the craziness. There is a lot out there, like that uh, example that you brought up. It's crazy to think that uh, uh, medical schools would be doing anything like this, but they are. It's actually a, a, a exceedingly common in in the field of medicine to have to pay at least lip service to this. But sometimes it means that funding for things like cancer research, uh, or at least money that could go to cancer research, instead goes to something like uh, public health critical race praxis, which is uh, a, a research methodology in, in the medical sciences that's catching hold, uh, and, uh, which, yeah. is, which is kind of crazy. And some of this kind of crosses over. Uh, I've been wanting to, and this is frustrating to me, you know, this controversy with DeSantis right now, the College Board, that's the group that runs the SAT tests and the uh, Advanced Placement Program. They, they have this African-American studies course. They were testing it. They have been testing it for a while. And I know that even in National Review, Stanley Kurtz wrote about this today. Whenever this gets discussed in The Washington Post, The L.A. Times, The New York Times, it's always DeSantis Republicans are trying to stop, you know, history from being taught. So DeSantis says this, and I find this interesting for a variety of reasons, and I'll explain in just a moment. We have guidelines and standards in Florida. Uh, We want education, not indoctrination. This course on black history, what are one of what's one of the lessons about queer theory? Now, who would say that an important part of black history is queer theory? That is somebody pushing an agenda on our kids. And so when you look to see they have stuff about intersectionality, abolishing prisons, that's a political agenda. So what's interesting about that quote is it's the only time that I've ever heard any particulars, John, about that particular program discussed. Because if you look at any mainstream coverage of this, they never mention anything like that. They don't mention the neo-Marxism that is involved in this and all the people that they're actually depending on, these academics who are radicals, well-established radicals, that are framing this coursework. coursework. And, and at the very least, let's say, I think you might agree with me, let's say that all this stuff is in the curriculum and it's fine because we have to be anti-racist. Why in the world would you not allow for a different perspective? Like Glenn Lowry, who's been one of the leading African-American academics out there saying that a lot of this is nonsense, right? Robert Woodson, there are other names out there where you can say, mm-hmm. okay, let's juxtapose some of these positions, right? That truly would be education, wouldn't it? Yeah, and uh, to be honest, uh, even even just a little bit of pushback is often too much for people who are uh, pushing the, the sort of DEI bureaucracy within these institutions or people who are pushing these uh, this this sort of curricula that's radicalized, even if you simply say that you think, you know, you oppose affirmative action. No, that that is enough to get you canceled. It, it, it has gotten people, uh, um, you know, articles revoked from top medical journals. It has caused firestorms from uh, people, you know, on the, the the radicalized wing of medical Twitter. And uh, uh, it it. it there, there are real social consequences for even moderately pushing back and adding uh, other perspectives to the discussion on race, which is only going to get worse as things like DEI are written into promotion and tenure standards. Yeah, well, look, this is encouraging for a variety of reasons, and I hope it does catch on a little bit, because even you even put the vote totals of the number of faculty members that actually voted for this, which kind of shows you that, because it was overwhelming, it shows you that sometimes those voices are drowned out, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. All right, John Hakes, keep on them. I love the work. John Seiler at the National Association of Scholars. I appreciate it. Thanks a lot. 
Yeah, thank you. Get more at 971talk.com. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Oh, 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 Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.